Hello world. This is Media Mania. My name is John. I'm Sophie. And the most got, important person here. Thank you. And we <laughs> She's the most important person because we're streaming live on you know now. You know. <laughs> and so hey, we got a great show. So what do we have, Sophie? <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. I'm supposed to be saying this word. First of all, we should tell you that we are brought to you by Faba, Film Acting Bay Area. Or Faba? Faba? Faba. I call it Faba, but people call it Faba or Faba. Filmactingbayarea.com. It's awesome. When you're serious about acting, filmactingbayarea.com. In Emeryville. In Emeryville. Okay, next, we're going to have, here's the show. We're going to have, of course, Sandwiches with Sophie, not counting lunch, and. Oh, yeah, I already had lunch, so I'm not having a sandwich today. And. And then we've got a great interview with the creator of Mew Now TV. It's Mew Now instead Mew. of You Now, you know. M E W like like a cat. Meow. Meow. Not like Mewtube. No. <laughs> Mew Now TV. YouTube. You only YouTube. If you know where that's from, I love you. Okay. Okay, and we just had some great opening music. Borderline by Tove Strike. Is that how you say the name? Tov? Tove? 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 Not to be confused with Toad. Or Tovlo, or Tovlo. I don't know how you, how you, they, you say that name. It's would, would Tov please call in and tell tell us how to pronounce your name? Okay, <laughs> and then if you're watching us on you now, and then we're going to uh, rant of the week, of course. And uh, did you try and signal 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 me there to do? No, the, first okay. I said it, and then I signaled you, and so. <laughs> also, I said signal like four times. Okay, and then we'll close out the show with more Borderline. Well, I mean, we're we're we need to do. Um, we're also doing the seven second challenge today. We are right now. Oh. We're doing it right now, and I am going to tell you how to do it. My dad has no idea what this is. Um, it's very self-explanatory. You do something in seven seconds, and the other person okay. challenges you to do it. And if you if you don't, can't do that thing in seven seconds, then it's an automatic out. I and it's so fun, and I want to do it. I can pick my nose in far less than seven seconds. Oh my. God, let's move on. Okay. Okay. Who do you want to go first? Do you want to go first? Do you challenge me? Okay. And then I'll know how we're playing the game. Okay, that's a good idea. Um. Okay, I have to think of one. Wait, hold. <laughs> I haven't had this prepared. I was just wanted to do it. Seven oh. seconds. You got second seven seconds to think of what your seven seconds oh, are. Oh God. Um. We can come back next week. That would be seven days and seven seconds. Shaba. Shaba. Shaba instead of Faba. I want... Hold on. Okay, I have one. Dad. Okay. Let me talk. Okay. I dare you, I challenge you, to say to make up a rap about space in seven seconds. Space. Starting... Place. Wait, 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 wait. Starting... Now. Space is the place where you have the arms race. You chase your monkeys and you put them in place. Space is the place. we got to have war now. Thank you. (laughs) What? I have no idea what that was. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was more than seven seconds because I was so interested in that. Okay, here's (laughs) Okay, okay. Wait, do you have one? Okay, yes. In seven seconds, say... You have to count. Oh, I'll count. In seven seconds, say anti-disestablishmentarianism backwards. Oh Seven, my god. Um six, I don't even know what the word that you five, said was. Um, four, 
Three. D- um, Estador- two. <laughs> one. <laughs> Major fail. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't even know what word you said. I think we're moving on to no, sandwich. No, 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 no. Let's do one more round, please. Okay. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 I dare you in seven seconds to say your full name backwards. Starting now. One, Rev- two, bull. three, Left, uh, four, five, six, seven. Nudge. <laughs> His last name was John Victor Hefleybauer. If if he if he had done me, then my I would have to I would just say I would have to say backwards. Sophie D'Angelique Hefleybauer. I can't do that. <laughs> You'd be a, a leak in your Angelique. All right. Let, I think it's time to move on with sandwiches with Sophie. I actually don't have a lot this week, and it's not all YouTube-related. Dan and Phil came out with their book. It Oh, it got taught in here. Let me take off my jacket first. <laughs> Can I point out something huh? while you're taking your jacket off? Mm-hmm. You did have a focaccio turkey sandwich <laughs> with mayonnaise and cucumbers. It was quite good. Okay. That's not what I thought you were going to say. Thank you. Um, so, um, so basically, I got Dan and Phil's book the other day several days after it came out. I apologize. Well, it came out the 13th of to the um because in america it doesn't come out it, it didn't come out until october the 13th i think i think it's the same in canada too but um i got it and it's so good it's so good it's so, 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 so. i'm kind of obsessed with what it. what makes it good um okay first of all they go over how to become a sex- successful youtuber um <laughs> sorry and uh and um, they just bring you through, like, the YouTube um, video-making process. And they talk about their lives, and they talk about their whole backstories. And it's really great, and there's so much fan in it. And um, uh, they make fan fictions, like, like three, like, well, Phil's was, like, one. But, like, Dan made a three-page fan f- a fanfic. And then, um, and I'm kind of obsessed with it. And um, it's just really good. And then, moving on, mo- moving on, I also, um, wait, what were you going to say? I can well, tell you I what I say it was someone. pretty amazing that you knew the book was coming out. We knew it was going to be at this very solid bookstore, and we got there, and what happened? It was the day that it came out for yes. America, and it was sold out already. Yes. I was just like, okay. So we pre-ordered it and stuff. Or not pre-ordered. We ordered it, because it wasn't pre. It was post. post or, we post-ordered it. Anyway, um... Next, I'm going to review um, Quantico because it's so good, and I think there's like four, maybe five episodes out, and I watched it on On Demand, and I binge-watched it. Like, it was so good. Like, if you want to watch, like, you know, in TV shows where they do a bunch of flashbacks, and the whole show's like a flashback, flash-forward, blah, 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 that's what this show is. It goes between two stories. It goes between um, the present, the present quotation marks you can't see me doing quotation marks but i'm doing quotation marks right now between um the present day and nine months ago and it's just like feeding you information through it and you don't know what's going on but it's so good and um it's all about quantico (laughs) that's not obvious and it's about fbi um what is quantico quantico is where um basically it's where all the fbi major fbi stuff happens Quantico, you know, that's like what they call, like, the the Bureau, it's mostly based in Quantico. 
Like, that's real stuff. It's not, like, just TV show. Because it's in every single TV show. Bureau, Quantico. That's where it is. Quantico. And um, it's basically the, the FBI Academy. That's what the show is about. And um, all the while going between... That, that's, that's what the nine months ago is. And, between, and during this terrorist attack. And it's just going back and forth and back and forth. Feeding you information. It's so good. And there's so many characters that you can just love. It's very diverse. I just love it. Who was your favorite character? Thinking. Dun, 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 dun. I have no idea. I think the main character is pretty good. I also like the twins. You don't know what that is if you didn't. I don't remember their names right now, but there's twins in it, and it's really good, and it's a great backstory. And then the other one, the 11th season of Criminal Minds just came out, and I'm kind of obsessed with it because... Kind of? <laughs> because Dr. Reed went to his old, like, like seven, six season, uh, maybe eighth, I think it's just sixth and seventh haircut, and it was so good. And, and, like, the whole mode for this new season, it's, like, more badass than usual, and I'm just like, um, yes, um, yes, that's all I have to say about that. I don't think you're obsessed with it, except for the fact that you were plotting my murder while, we're, while you were eating mac and cheese. <laughs> I saw, never mind. <laughs> I just had a, flash, I have not had had a flashback of that. I haven't had mac-, mac and cheese in like a month, so I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. <laughs> That's beside the point. Okay. Moving on. We're going we're gonna to bring on our guest today, mm-hmm. Kyle Valley. So let's do that. Okay. Let's do it. Hey, we're on the air with Kyle Valley, who I can tell you is a very creative very bright, very ambitious, and uh, someone who's really taken on a new challenge with his uh, new broadcasting medium. I don't know how to describe it. So, Kyle, I will let you do that. Tell us all about Mew Now TV. Absolutely, and thank you so much for having me, first off. I really appreciate you guys giving us this opportunity to kind of let the world know uh, what exactly we're doing over here at Mew Now. But in... Uh, the short of it, MewNow is going to be, or what we're trying to do with it is create a new interactive form of website, a way that you can influence, interact with, uh, talk to, message, change, and actually manipulate the content yourself. Kind of uh, the next level of, you know, entertainment. I think Periscope has done a great job of kind of outlining where we're trying to go with this in terms of, you know, personal interaction with the actual show content. But we plan on doing a lot more things apart from just live streaming events and constant commenting, but also in-depth storytelling where we really focus on character development. We're focusing heavily on involving a lot of uh, women characters and bringing, you know, kind of just, just bringing relativity to an equal share in uh, in shows, in projects, equal diversity, equal play, equal share. And apart from that, it's really just focused around the new technologies that are developing and implementing them in ways that we can better tell our stories. So I know it's a little bit convoluted still, but I'm doing my best to describe it within the lexicon that we're using to describe this stuff. So, so let, let's keep this elementary for tech dummies like myself um you know how does anybody find you now okay well it's just like a website just like anything else just as you go to youtube you just go to mewnowtv.com 
And from there, you'll be able, you'll, you'll see all of the shows that are currently up in these beautiful block type formats up front, kind of reminiscent of a, a new age comic book shop almost, you know, right as you get to that homepage. You can go ahead and peruse which one you might be interested in, or you can go to the shows page where you can learn a little bit more about each one of the shows. From there, you have access to three currently episodes of every single show, uh, in, ex, the one exception being Jobless, which is something that we're currently working on our second season, and Journeyman, which is only three episodes long. It's about a 40-minute-plus web series science fiction adventure, and you can access the first two for free. Uh, the third one is just on our subscription package, which is 6 bucks for an entire year, and then you get access to all the content that we're coming out with monthly, which includes every week we're putting up five new web series for our flagship shows. And we're looking at actually building a sixth show in there that's going to involve video game rhetoric, talking about the new games coming up, focusing heavily on the Mario, uh, Game Builder, and a couple of other things that we're really excited about. But it's just a really fun place to stop by and just catch some quality content. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's kind of hard sometimes when you're floating around YouTube looking for stuff. You're always kind of like, Oh, I've seen like a thousand videos, none of which have been good, because there are millions of great videos, but you got to sift through all that stuff. This is kind of giving you that sifter pan and saying, hey, here, you, you know, can't find something else, you get tired of that, just come here, click on something, watch this, and then you can get back to searching somewhere else. Well, quickly, one of the things that you said earlier that intrigues me is mm -hmm. that you could direct the action, or if the right word is manipulate the action. Are you saying that, let's say that you've got, let's talk about, we know Christina Rose very well. She's on our previous show. Okay, Fabulous yes, actress. yes, she is, and she was in Eleven Eleven that I, you know, co-produced, and she's a promotions. Fine. Thank you, <laughs> that was Sophie, and so, and <laughs> and and so, could someone say, oh, uh, Christina Rose's character is too nice? Can she be, you know, like meaner or diabolical? Is that a, something possible to do? Well, what we will be doing, she is actually starring in our uh, our other flagship show called Class Act. It's a kind of uh, glee, high school musical, you know, modern family-esque type show. Family fun ranges, you know, from 20-some-odd-year-olds to 14-year-olds, classroom interactions, etc. Uh, and in that show right now, you're just, you're kind of, take, you're taken along for the ride with the actors and the characters that are planned out. You're getting to know the characters, you're getting to know what to do. The next phase of this We'll be introducing a whole bunch of uh, voting uh, kind of controls up on the site, giving viewers a chance to uh, dump their points and actually vote for different outcomes that they would like to see or different cool. problems they would, they would like to see the characters deal with. Uh, we're looking at some more proprietary things in terms of actually influencing the actors themselves, uh, including a, a almost role-playing-esque type show that we're working on the forefront of which is Mission Mars number six, which is on the site. And there you can already kind of see us getting into the viewer manipulation with involving uh, the audience as actually the casting director. Uh, they can go there and they can, you know, see a quick tutorial about how to use it. And then from there, there's about 50 some odd profiles of actors who we had come in. We interviewed them in character uh, and we have edited the, uh, interviews together, put them up on the site. Now, the people who received the most votes, the six people who received the most votes uh, at the start of next year will actually be cast in the show, which is sending these six actors or space cadets to Mars. 
as a chance to save the human race and repopulate this new planet. And that will be a Big Brother-esque reality reality show, I say, with, you know, as I'm minding quotation fingers over here, um, in the sense that you have chosen these characters, you want to see them and how they're going to interact there, and you'll actually be able to have a hand in things that they're doing, daily activities. And again, these are all quotation fingers, right? Because this is a theatrical performance, but we want to make it as lifelike as possible. Like these people are on Mars and you've got a camera in their room watching every second of every day. That is totally wild. That's completely awesome. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> you know, you know, starting out, I know is tough and, and, you know, some of the stuff is, you know, star driven. I know, and you know, Christina Rose is a, you know, has a following and she's a fine actress. Is there anybody else that we should know about that we might look for on one of the, one of the episodes? Yeah, um, I, again, sticking with class act in that line, so when you're watching Christina, her roommate there, Aaron Smith, uh, she's a very talented actress, and she's been in a lot of things. Uh, Quarantine 2, I think, was her highest, uh, I guess, noted role on IMDb, along with a few television shows, Vampire Diaries, uh, cool. Revolutions. And then Jaden uh, Jaron, I believe. I'm sorry, I'm having a little bit of difficulty pronouncing that last name. But she plays Ariel in Class Act, and I think she would be most, uh, I mean, she's an extremely talented actress. It, the girl, I think, is 14, and she acts at a level that, you know, you would be hard-pressed to find many 30-year-olds who act at that level. And she is most notably from New Girl. She plays uh, Cece's mini version, what? along with, I mean, that entire cast, I just have to, every actor, every, every kid that we had in that show, Class Act, made the process phenomenally easy. I mean, we were working with extremely low budgets. We were working on borrowing uh, locations, which we were lucky enough to find some really beautiful locations. But these actors just made the process so easy because their, their performances were so effortless, and it just rolled with the character so good. It was, it was perfection. So I, I really can't single out too many favorites, per se, except to say that all the performances are great. And even over in Journeyman, you've got... In my eye, this is going. To, she is going to be the next household name, and that's Punky Johnson. Uh, her real name Jessica Williams. Her stage name is Punky Johnson. She's a phenomenal comedian. She does an amazing job acting in Journeyman. Plays the uh, you know Rambo-esque type character, um, almost like that. I don't know if you're familiar with the Aliens, but that Vazcast type character, um, or more notably, I guess, an Avatar, the M Michelle Rodriguez character. Sure. Uh, and then we have uh, Vox, the psychic, who's actually the most accurate psychic in the entire world, which we were somehow lucky enough to get hooked up with her before we started this. And even though she's not an actress, uh, her show is just mind-bending with the amount of information that just effortlessly flows. And, you know, we use teleprompters and some of this stuff, but for her show, I have to say, there's not one teleprompter used. Everything you're seeing is live from her, and that's just an encyclopedia of knowledge just being let out onto your mini-screen there. It's crazy. Now, I understand that you have just a whole crew of creative people behind the scenes. Um, uh, you know, like, you know, each show has their own writer. Maybe, maybe you want to, you know, tell us all of, about how you got that team together and more details. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, this has been an ongoing process. 
came out to Los Angeles a couple years ago, maybe four or five years ago, trying to do the whole acting thing. Always thought that something like this is the way that I'd have to do it. Uh, I just, I like to build things. I've been starting businesses since I was very young. So it was always something I was looking forward to. And as I went along, I met uh, Punky Johnson, as I mentioned earlier, and we actually were roommates for the first two years that I was here in L.A. I met another good friend of mine, Christian Casillas, who you can see most notably in Tremendous, which is our all-Spanish show. Uh, very fun. And also, you see him in Journeyman. He plays our you know, our bad guy in Journeyman. Jobless, he plays Javier. So he's all over the place. But he's also a co-producer on Tremendous. He speaks fluent Spanish. He was born here in the United States, but grew up predominantly in Mexico. So he gives a lot of insight into what, what ideas or things might be relevant to people you know, in Mexico, those transitional issues from people moving from Mexico to the United States, and kind of um, just handles the topic portion of that show. So I'd say that it's a very much a collaborative process in writing that, but he has a lot to do with creating those topics, and he pulled together a really great cast, uh, Carla Mendez and um, Mar- Mariela Chartel. Uh, to kind of help him out there. Journeyman was something that I wrote myself. It was a pet project of mine. I'm a big science fiction uh, action guy. Grew up on Alien and Aliens, Ridley Scott, right. and, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, good James solid, Cameron, good solid sci-fi, they got yeah. The pictures above the fireplace. Um, but that was a fabulous experience. My father actually wrote Class Act, and he's been a constant support throughout all this and composes a lot of the music originally. Uh, the other shows, Vox, obviously, we got together, knocked our heads, and said, well, we got to do this. And all the content there, that's coming straight from Vox. We talk about ideas that we might want to discuss, but really that's just, hey, we need to narrow your breadth of knowledge down from where you're at because if we just let you talk, we'll end up with like a 100-hour special that no one will be able to watch. So we break it down into subcategories and then go from there, and that's kind of how we handle every show. Manny, uh, who started out as our intern here as we were starting this process, starting to get more serious in the last few years, uh, or last year, rather, because this actually has really come to fruition over the course of a year. Uh, he came on board a few months ago, and it's crazy how time flies. A few months go by, he was learning how to use a boom ball, and now he's actually a part owner in the company producing his own show called Manny's World of Color. It's helped edit a numerous number of things, but most importantly, he writes that entire show. Um, you know, he animates it and actually adds all the animation in himself. Talking points is something that I work on with JJ much the same way that I work with Vox. Um, you know, we come up with topics together, brainstorm Vox provides the material with Punky Johnson or JJ. We do the same thing, discuss top talking points, which is actually the name of the show. And then she comes and she does her comedic routine. She works at the comedy store and is a stand-up comedian there. So she writes, material around these things, gains insights based on people she knows, and then delivers her content. The Joe Show, very similar. A guy that we met through Christian about a year and a half ago, we started working with for the show Jobless. And he is such a talent that we're always like, Joe, we got to come up with a show for you. 30 minutes later, me and him had banged out the Joe Show. And we continue to make improvements on that. We're actually adding an entire animated portion uh, which should be up tomorrow for his new episodes because you can catch new episodes of Joe every Wednesday. So it's hump day with Joe. And if you see the show, you'll know why that's relevant. Um, you know, that that, that uh, sounds like a great lineup. 
but uh, since I'm simple, let me clarify <laughs> clarify something. Sure. So yeah, yeah. anybody I'm, I'm can go. Anybody <laughs> anybody can go to the website. They could pull up a show, check it out. They can mm-hmm. uh, subscribe for six dollars a year. Now, does that give them access to one show or all the shows? No, $6 a year gains you access to everything. We have uh, comedy specials planning on coming up. Uh, the next year we have full-length documentaries, full-length movies that we plan on shooting and putting up there, along with all the material that we're currently doing. We really want to turn this into a space where, you know, the artists that you see on YouTube producing all this great content really have a a venue that is worthy of their content. Not to say that YouTube is not a great space. I know it's a great space. I'm a huge fan of a ton of shows on YouTube, and I subscribe a lot to a lot of people's stuff. But there is a certain point where you need to kind of get rid of a lot of the noise and just have it for those people who are really taking a serious foyer into this realm. And that's not to discount anyone else's credit, just that sometimes you don't want to have to search through a couple of the more novice videos to find the more higher up stuff. You just want to have that. So that's the entire intended purpose of this. A low cost so that everyone can access it. And the stuff that's free up front, the three episodes per thing, just so you can get a flavor of what you're looking at, what you what you can expect. Right. We're going to be expanding that as we expand our material. We're going to try to have nine episodes for free, just so if there's a kid out there who maybe doesn't have access to a credit card or Someone just maybe maybe they don't have six dollars. I, I don't know that you know. I know it's a menial amount of money, but I want to make sure that this stuff is available to everyone, so that you will be able to still get the content. Except you'll have to go through some ads, and you won't have the availability to add a profile really and interact with the users and with the hosts as much. Whereas if you have the profile, you'll be able to more influence that content. Uh, you'll be you'll be eligible for a lot of reward programs that we have going on. Like we have a lot of props that we want to give away and just kind of start building excitement towards the shows and towards the actors and help everyone that's really involved in the shows themselves. I know like you were talking about Christina Rose. I would love to see Christina Rose as, you know, the next star in your Hollywood movie. Where right. You keep seeing these stars who end up in a redundant, you know, feature. They keep getting pulled over and over again because they have marquee name value. And I'm saying, hey, why don't we develop a space where we can develop marquee name value for, you know, the people who don't know the agent down the street or the manager right. in the back corner or the producer's son, right? For the people who are just hardworking, very talented artists. That's what we're trying to do. Right. You know, since you're on, you know, ground level uh, there in L.A., I know you know how hard it is uh, to get noticed, how to get an agent. And and so this sounds like, a you know, uh, just, a, you know, a great vehicle for people to get, you know, followed, watched, heard of. So, so yep, and you know, mm-hmm. um, we're getting kind of close to the end of here, but you know, sure. If you know, uh, I've done my who, what, where. What else should our, our listeners know about your show? You know. Well, the thing that I would probably most want anyone to know about it is that we are here as entertainers and artists, and while we greatly value our artistic independence. We also equally value uh, the viewers' uh, interest and, obviously, their thoughts on each of these projects. And if you go to the site, if you watch the content, even if you don't like it, okay, which I very much doubt that you cannot find something that you don't love, but if you don't, I'm not shy about it. Send me a message. Send us an email. Comment on something. Let us know what it is that you want to see. 
because that's part of the game, right? We are here to make sure that people are happy. We want people to have an exciting experience when they go to watch something. You only have so much time that you can spend procrastinating. Come spend it with us. Give us a chance to waste some of your time and make it, and give you actually a chance to learn something and laugh a little bit in the meantime. And if you want to see something different, you want to see something new, let us know. And we're here to cater to you for that. Um, I actually have a question for you. Yes, absolutely. What is your favorite TV show or TV series, web series, slash um, uh, short film that you've seen on YouTube? Ooh. Well, I have to say, my favorite, it's not its not technically a web series, but it was so masterfully done, I cannot for the life of me remember the content creator on this. But I'm a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. It's like been my... I've been in love with that thing since I saw the first cartoon. I was like six years old, I think. <laughs> and someone had actually put together a short film that followed, uh, that was like a, a small section of Dragon Ball scene. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar, but it's a Japanese anime cartoon where people use uh, power blasts and, you know, they're flying through the air and almost like a Chronicle-esque type, you know, Superman power situation where they can shoot fireballs and stuff out of their hands. Uh, <laughs> you've seen Dragon Ball Z, you know what I'm talking about. If not, you probably think I'm crazy. But it all worked out great, and the, the it was shot so masterfully and so beautifully done, and the graphics were so great, and the after effects and the visual effects, and everything about it just impressed me so thoroughly that I have to say that that was my favorite thing, and I'm sure you can find it just by Googling, you know, YouTube, Dragon Ball Z, short. And I would definitely suggest if you're a Dragon Ball Z fan or not, it's worth your time watching. Absolutely. Yes, Sophie's nodding her head and smiling, and I think you're crazy, so it's okay. Because um, I've never seen that faithful YouTube guy that I am. Lies. Um, I think we actually need to wrap this up. We need to wrap this up. Yeah. Okay. So, um, All right. Thank you so much for being on our show. Um, uh, you know, obviously you'll see it on our, on our Twitter feed when we, when we post it. Um, and I'm going to go home and I'm, I'm going to watch a show. I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. And especially if I can manipulate somebody, I'm looking forward to that. But, uh, dude, yes, not cool. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much. I greatly appreciate it. And I look forward to talking to you guys in the future. And please let me know what you think of the shows. Great. Kyle Valley, Mew Now TV. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Talk to you soon. Take care. Wasn't that a great interview? I just think, I feel like I talked to the smartest man in the world. I know, right? <laughs> Kyle Valley, uh, when I first, uh, just a kind of an inside story, when Christina Rose, uh, the fine We actress, had her, um, the most recent interview. Our, yeah, our last interview, said Munau TV. I said, what? <laughs> she goes, Munau TV. I went, can you spell that? <laughs> so um, No, but like... She's been our friend for uh, forever, so obviously anything that she says is good, we're probably going to go watch. <laughs> well, what do you think? I think we should move to the the final stage of the show. That is. Rant of the week. God, that was loud. Hey, that was. <laughs> you know, I could rant about my doctor, but I'm not going to go there. <laughs> but, you know... Okay, tell me if I'm wrong about this. I could be totally wrong about this. It probably is. You know... If you f- fall in love and you and you write a song about it, you're close to death. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm listening to The Weeknd, great band, but 
but this poor guy is so in love he can't feel his face. Now, this is not good. Does, I don't know if anybody slaps him around, he'll never he'll be bruised up. And So there's one. And then you get this Sean Mendes, and he's falling apart that they have to sew him back together because he's in stitches. I mean, what is this? This is getting this is this is not good. And then last but not least, Halsey. Love her. But she's gonna die soon. Mm-hmm. Somebody hold you know, hold me down and inject me with something. I mean, so does this mean if I fall in love and I write a song, it's like I've been a quadriplegic for you. <laughs> I he does not know any names of any artists. I had to write them down so he would know hey, what to say. I listen to the music, but if I write a song, I'm going to get a lobotomy first. I lost my head over you. It's it's painful. It's painful listening to this music. And I, I feel like that's the point that Oh. And it's and most of these songs are not well, at least Stitches isn't about love song. It's about being having his heart being broken. I thought he just had torn his shirt. What do I know? Okay. <laughs> yes, because you get Stitches when you tear your shirt. All right, fine. Okay, so Moving much, on. So much for rant of the week. Sorry, that took a second, but do it again. One more time. Rant of the week. Wait, I want to do it. Rant of the week. I think mine's better. Enough fooling around. (laughs) Well, hey, that concludes our show for for today. And my immediate kick? My my immediate sidekick. Actually, I think you're my sidekick. I mean, that makes more sense. Well, if you write a song, I'll probably get kicked in the side several times. Anyway. God, oh my God. (laughs) That was a Brand of the Week reference. And so um, we want to thank you for listening. We've got some great shows coming up. Krista Allen. She's awesome. She's awesome. She's awesome. It's from Significant Mother and Hawaii. And 11 11 and all that and all that and all that. Her and Christina Rose are also friends because that's how we met. We're we're going to (laughs) have, speaking of 11 11, we're going to have the uh, writer, producer, uh, I can do it. Um, Why am I forgetting Chris Reddish's name? What is Chris (laughs) Reddish's name? I keep forgetting it. Chris Reddish, uh, writer, producer, director of 11 11, a phenomenal. uh, funny sci-fi flick, uh, which we'll post the trailer on that so you can see it. Oh, yeah. It just came out, didn't it? Yes. Mm. And that's our show. Goodbye for now. So long, world. <laughs> okay. Let's start that song. Let's start it. Bye. Bye.